right, welcome back to the Blueprint Podcast. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up, it's time to enjoy the journey. Um, Good to have everybody back here uh, this Monday afternoon for uh, today's episode of the Blueprint Podcast as we are talking about discovery moments. And uh, before I get started... I just want to say, hey, Miss Mac, I see you there um, <laughs> chiming in. So good to have you joining in with us. Uh, for everyone uh, joining in today, I just uh, I want to welcome you. I appreciate you uh, joining in with me live as I record uh, the podcast. And I want to ask something of you uh, as we're going through today's podcast. Now, usually I'll just go through and I'll... I'll talk about uh, a number of different things focusing in on uh, my subject, my topic of the day. Today, I want to invite you to actually be a part of the show if you choose to do so. Uh, When we're talking about discovery moments today, uh, let me just begin by kind of explaining what a discovery moment is. So, a discovery moment is one of those many times I'm sure that we all have in life where we learn something about ourselves or about our life, about the circumstances of our life through the trials and challenges that we go through. Now, we we go through many different seasons and stages and we have many different learning opportunities that we uh, encounter throughout the, the many stages of life. Um, and we learn new things about ourselves through every one of those challenges. And today, I want to invite you, if you have a particular discovery moment um, that you have had, something, some situation in life that has taught you about yourself, something that you've learned along the way, um, I just want to, I want to invite you to share that with us um, here today just by typing it in, uh, in, in the uh, comments and uh letting us know what that discovery moment it was. And and I want to start out today's show by uh, just kind of sharing a particular discovery moment that I had uh, in my own life. And this one was, uh, it was a particularly challenging uh, discovery moment, of course, because nobody likes to go through hardship. Nobody likes to go through, through trials or challenges, but um, I guess it was, uh, it was the week before Thanksgiving, so it was November of 2003, and I remember being called in, uh, to a meeting with, uh, the, the gentleman who happened to be, uh, my, my VP, uh, of my department at that time, and I was called into this meeting, it was a sudden meeting, which I'm sure we all realize, uh, from this point moving forward, <laughs> that the story isn't good, right? Nothing good comes from a sudden meeting with your uh, with your boss. So I had this sudden meeting with my boss uh, where he came down and met me out in Houston I was living in at the time. And he wanted to have a discussion with me. So I met up with him. We ended up uh, meeting at a, a particular location, having a conversation, and I was informed in that conversation that uh, as of December 31st of that year, I would no longer have a job. 
Now, of course, this came as a surprise to me. <laughs> I was not expecting that. But yes, my job was being eliminated. And, you know, whenever you think, uh, you know, you, you live in a big city. And I lived in Houston, and I thought to myself, you know what? This is not going to be uh, a long-lived situation. I thought this was going to be something that would pass very quickly. I was in a major metropolitan area. I figure it would be easy to find uh, 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 more work, to find another job. I was wrong. <laughs> and, and I was very wrong uh, for whatever reason. Uh, what started out in November of 2003 extended for several months. It extended, uh, in fact, all the way through to July of 2004. I'd gone for roughly, actually it was almost August, I'd gone for roughly nine months without a job. Now, I'm the primary breadwinner and at that time, I was the only source of income in our home. We had small children. And, uh, of course, Angela, my wife, was staying home with the kids during that time. And I, I, I will never forget the feeling of um, everything that we encountered. Uh, I don't know if you've ever gone for nine months without a paycheck before. But, but whatever savings you had... Uh, it really put into perspective, you know, you, you listen to all these uh, talk radio shows and financial advisors and they always say you want to have three to six months worth of expenses. Um, I can tell you if you're ever in that situation, you want about nine to 12 months <laughs> worth of living expenses saved up because you never know uh, what life is going to throw at you. In that particular situation, uh, threw, threw something at us that we could not be prepared for. Um, so it, it threw the situation out there where here we are going on nine months, no income, um, no job prospects. Angela at that time uh, started doing substitute teaching to help, you know, kind of keep things somewhat afloat. Um, you know the old saying, if the lights are on and the phone still rings, people think everything's okay. <laughs> and, and so we tried to keep the lights on and the phone ringing. Uh, and, and, you know, if, if you could do that, you feel all right, at least for a little bit. So during that time, um, it was an extreme set of challenges for us. It was an extreme uh, period of time where... Uh, we went through every penny of savings that we had. We, uh, we were on the verge of losing our home. We actually, uh, surprisingly, um, we, we were on the verge of losing our vehicle. That's not the surprising part. The surprising part was uh, the day the guy showed up to actually take our vehicle, the, the day the repo man showed up, um, we <laughs> actually... I had just started a job. It was my first day, and I had the the vehicle. Uh, so he couldn't take it from us because I was actually at work that day. So we went through an extreme set of circumstances over that time. Um, you know, we, we, we dealt with a lot both as individuals and as a married couple, as a family. Uh, you know, you, you start to, when you go through those situations, 
sometimes we can't see the forest through the trees, I guess is the best way to put it. We don't understand everything that's being revealed to us in the moment because we get so wrapped up in the circumstances that we're encountering. Um, you know, I, I, I remember just every single day beating myself up and, and wondering why, why can I find work? Why can I find, you know, employment? Why can I find something? I felt like such a failure as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a provider, um, because I'll never forget one of the one of the things that was really challenging to me. Uh, you know, we we would go to church every every Sunday and Wednesday. We we would make sure we were at church. And I remember every time we'd pass on our way coming home, my daughter, my oldest daughter, who at the time was um, I want to say probably about seven, she uh, she would always ask, you know, can we can we go to Joe's Crab Shack and. Um, you know, every time it would just break my heart having to say, you know, no, we, we, we can't go to Joe's Crab Shack or I can't afford to take you out to have dinner. I want you to think about that, to have to have to tell your your children, you know, I can't I can't do that. We can't do that because we don't have the means to do it. So it was a really challenging time. Um, and as I was going through it, I didn't understand exactly why we were having to go through that set of circumstances and those challenges that, that came up as a result. Um, spent a lot of time talking to God, a lot of time just asking, you know, please take us out of the situation. Please, you know, bring me a job. Please help us to get through this. And sometimes I think God tries to reveal some of the, the most meaningful and important mysteries to us through our challenges and trials. I think he'll let us go through some things so that ultimately we could start to understand exactly who he is and how he's made us. Because whenever we go through challenges, a lot of times we tend to throw our hands in the air pretty quickly and think, I can't make it through this, you know, I give up. We, we see that happen all the time with people where they go through challenges and they just throw their hands in the air. I quit. I'm done. You know, it's, it's too tough. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that there weren't days where I was just so frustrated I wanted to throw my hands in the air. But, you know, it wasn't until we got through it that I really started to understand um, exactly why we had to go through that season of our life where, you know, nine months unemployed, nine months no income, you, you on the verge of losing your home, on the verge of losing, you know, your vehicle, you barely have, have food in the house. Um, I remember one stretch where uh, we, we went and the water got cut off. And you never realize how lucky you are to have things like running water until you don't have running water. And we went through, I guess it was probably about a week <laughs> where, almost, where we had no running water. And I'm sure my sister was wondering, why are they always visiting and filling up jugs of water whenever they're here? But, of course, my pride was too much for me to say, hey, water's cut off. So, <laughs> so you know, we went through all of those things. And I learned a lot uh, during the course of those trials. I learned a lot about myself. I learned... Uh, you know, a lot about my life. I learned a lot about what God was trying to show me 
by allowing me to go through those trials. Um, you know, first off, he, he had to help me to appreciate everything that I had around me. Now, I know oftentimes we don't think about it. We just take things for granted. We think, you know, this is in my life. I, I've got this. I've got that. We don't even think about how fortunate we are to have all of the things around us that we do have. But whenever you go through a season of life where everything seems to be stripped away, it helps you to appreciate exactly what you had. And I realized that part of why I had to go through that was because I took a lot of what I had been blessed with in my life for granted. It was, you know, it was always there. It was always supposed to be there. It was always going to be there, I assumed. And whenever we went through that season of life and, you know, we were on the verge of having our house foreclosed on, we have, you know, tow trucks showing up at the house to repossess the vehicle. The water's cut off. You're going through all of these different hardships and and it really started to put things in perspective. Now, of course, I didn't see all of these things while I was going through it. Whenever you're in the middle of a storm, it's hard to, to put it into perspective and understand why you're going through the storm. You just want to get through it. You want to get to the other side of it. But if we, if we take a moment, uh, we, we start to understand a number of things through hardship and challenges uh, and through all of the uncertainty that life will throw at us. So I, I learned a lot about resourcefulness during that time. Um, you know, I learned a, a lot about um, what it took to, to, to just kind of get through hardship. You, you learn to be resourceful when the water's cut off. You learn to be resourceful when you've got $10 and you have a family of, at that time, four. <laughs> you learn to be resourceful in, in how, to, how to cook a meal. You, you learn to be resourceful Whenever, you know, you, you don't understand how you're going to make it or how you're going to keep the lights on. And um, we, we did a lot of creative uh, accounting <laughs> during that time in our life, you know, to, to make it from one week to the next. So you learn just a number of things. We learned a lot about resilience. It takes resilience to make it through hardships. Uh, one of the, the greatest tragedies, I believe, that we experience um, as Americans, I'll, I'll just say that one of the great tragedies that we experience is the abundance that we have of pretty much everything. Uh, because we always have so much of everything, we don't appreciate things. And the moment we have a challenge or hardship shows up in our life, we tend to just fall apart because we believe it's always supposed to be this easy. And we take, we take the fact that other people don't have the things that we have so easily for granted. Um, so we learned a lot about being resilient during that time. We, we learned a lot about creativity. Um, you know, when you're entertaining kids and trying to, <laughs> trying to help them not to understand, um, you know, the fact that you're going through hardship. You know, all, all of a sudden those little, little you know, campouts in the house and stuff like that and in the backyard whenever you can't go anywhere or do anything those things take on a whole new life and, and I mean the kids think it's the greatest time in the world they don't realize that it's all you can afford is to to throw out the tent or you know put, prop up a sheet in the backyard and everybody sit under it so 
you know, they, they don't understand what's going on, but you can make the best of difficult situations. We learned how to sacrifice during that time because you have to give certain things up. Uh, it's, it's not a, uh, uh, and, you know, do I want to or should I? It's a you have to. So we learned to give a lot up during that time frame. And then, of course, um, we learned a lot about who God was, who God was for us, who he is to um, the people around us. We learned a whole lot about God during that time. And then certainly the other thing that we learned was I learned a lot about my marriage. I learned a lot about uh, my wife during that time. See, one of the things that I always take note of, one of the things that I uh, appreciated so much during this particular time of my life was the fact that in all of the uncertainty, in all of the, the hardship and the challenges that we were going through, I never once heard a negative word from my wife. She never once complained. She never once talked about what we didn't have. She never once, uh, you know, <laughs> beat me up over, you know, th things are this way because of you. And sometimes we see whenever marriages in particular, whenever they go through certain challenges and trials, we'll see things start to fall apart. And we never had that. We never even had an argument during that time frame. Um, I, I think that time frame, our marriage strengthened more than we could have ever imagined uh, because we, we simply had nothing else to hold on to. So we held on to God and we held on to each other during that time. So it, it was, it was a, a really challenging time, but it was a really uh, revealing time in our life. So the question that we have to ask ourselves is, when we're going through situations like that, how do we put it all in perspective? How do we gain a deeper insight, more clarity as to what, what's being revealed to us and why God is allowing us to go through that so that we can embrace what's actually taking place? Um, well, I think it requires a couple of things. One, we have to look at things a little bit differently. And I'm going to tell you to do something that's, <laughs> that's uncomfortable and probably you don't want to hear. But we have to, we have to, one, embrace our trials. You have to be willing to embrace the trials that are placed in your life. Now, it's not the easy thing to do because nobody wants to embrace hardship, right? We want to avoid it. We want to run from it. We want it to stay as far away from us as possible. But in order for us to grow, we have to, we have to be willing to embrace the trials that are placed in front of us. It's only through hardship and through challenge that we, that we learn, that we grow, that we gain a deeper, deeper understanding of who we are. And I think that's why God challenges us and he puts us into these situations so we can learn about ourselves, and just as importantly, so we could learn more about him. When we are going through a challenge, we grow closer to God. Now, it's, it's important that whenever we're going through those trials, we, we ask ourselves, okay, God, what are you trying to reveal to me? Help me to, help me to understand 
Help me to put this all in perspective. Otherwise, the trial that should be helping us to grow, if we're not asking God for clarity in it, we'll start becoming bitter and angry and resentful in that same situation. So, one, embrace your trials. Two, pause and reflect. Now, I'm telling you all of these deep, insightful things that I learned from this uh, nine months of unemployment. <laughs> I can guarantee you that I didn't realize any of them until I was well past the moment. I have to get out of the valley before I can look back down and see what I had walked through. And not only see what I had walked through, but see everything that I had learned in the process. So we have to pause and reflect. Whenever we've been through some hardships and some challenges, we have to take time out to just say, all right, let me just take inventory here. Let me, let me stop. Let me think back of everything that I've been through. And whenever you start looking back, you start to realize certain things. You know, I didn't realize that whole time. I didn't once realize that my wife had never said a negative word to me whenever we were going through that. Only encouraged me, only helped me, supported me, picked up the slack when I couldn't pick it up myself. But it was only when I paused and looked back on that that I could really realize uh, just, just how supportive she was during that situation. So we have to pause, we have to reflect, we have to look back at the situation and just, and just really grow into the understanding of what we experienced. And then, of course, we have to take inventory. Take inventory of everything that you've gained. I gained a lot through that, uh, through that period of my life. I gained a, a deeper understanding of you know, who God was. I gained a closer relationship with Him. Because you spend a lot of time in prayer whenever you need to, to make sure that your family's taken care of and you don't know how you're going to do it. Uh, you spend a lot of time talking to God and listening to Him and asking Him for guidance. And I certainly did that during that time. Um, I learned a lot about resilience and, and you know, exactly uh, how resilient my wife was, my family was, uh, to go through everything and come out stronger as opposed to how many families during those sort of situations they start to fall apart. I learned a lot about creativity. Um, like I said, you start to figure out ways to keep kids happy whenever you have absolutely nothing. Because a lot of times we think kids want, they want this, they want us to take them, take them here and give them this. You know what we realized? All our kids wanted was our time. You know, you could throw a tent in the yard and build a fort in the house and run around, you know, shooting Nerf darts at each other. And it's the greatest time of their life. And, you know, they never, never realized that we were in financial peril and about to lose everything. You have to make the best of those situations. And then, of course, I learned about sacrificing. So there are so many things that we gain through, through trials and challenges. There are so many things that we could pick up that we didn't realize, uh, you know, would benefit us. I think it's important that we do those three things whenever we go through these hardships so that we understand exactly what God is doing and what he's trying to reveal to us. You'll learn a whole lot about yourself whenever you do that. So that being said, um, you know, if, if you've had a discovery moment of your own where you, you learned certain things, I would love to hear about it. Feel free to type in the comments. 
Um, I'll just uh, take a look here at some of the comments that I see at the bottom. Tommy, uh, Tommy Garner writes, There are times when little becomes much and not enough becomes more than enough. That's absolutely right. Um, you couldn't, uh, couldn't have put that in better words. Times when little becomes much, not enough becomes more than enough. I know I've definitely had those situations in, in my life, uh, and we just talked about it. Um, Judith McGinnis, Miss Mack, she says, uh, a divorce in 1991, after 24 and a half years of marriage and nine months of trying to keep things together, I learned that every promise in the Word of God is true. Without the trial, I would never have known that when God says he will take care of the widows and the orphans, he means it. Amen to that. I mean, he, he does not forget about a single one of us. He knows everything that we're going through, and he knows what he's going to do to get us through it long before uh, we ever encounter the problem. Nat, hey, I appreciate it, man. Thank you uh, for, for your kind words and for, for listening in and supporting um, that being said, guys, uh, I really appreciate all of you guys joining in. I hope that these few uh, tips here, these few uh, points will help you to get through some challenging time that you might have gone through or you might go through in the future. Uh, whenever we hit those valleys, whenever we, we hit those moments where it seems like all hope is lost and you don't know how you're going to make it, just remember, God is going to bring you through. He never brings us to something without a plan to bring us through it. So that's something that we've got to keep in mind. Um, if he brought us to uh, the Red Sea, he plans on parting it. So we've, we've got to keep that in mind whenever we encounter difficulties and struggles. And then we've got to challenge ourselves in those moments and after those moments. And just say, what was it that God was trying to reveal? And I think if you do that you'll find uh, your own discovery moments where God revealed something to you about yourself or about your, your relationships, your family, something that you didn't previously realize or understand that you could appreciate a whole lot more. That being said, I want to invite you guys once again uh, to like the Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks. You can listen to the actual podcast, the produced version uh, for audio only on any of the major pro podcasting platforms, uh, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, any of them that are out there, Anchor FM, all of them have it on there. Uh, I just ask you to go ahead, log in, listen to it, like it, subscribe, share it with other people. I guarantee you there is someone that you know that could benefit from uh, listening to this podcast. And there's, I know you're listening to tonight's, but there's a whole, there's two, two and a half seasons of it that's already uh, loaded up there, ready for people to listen to. So if you haven't listened to any of the old ones, you could go back and listen to any of the old ones from the previous two seasons. Uh, that being said, guys, I really appreciate all of you joining in. And uh, until next time, of course, enjoy the journey. Have a great week, guys. Look forward to seeing everybody again next week.